everybody. Hey! <laughs> I'm Renee Begley. And I'm Ben Begley. We don't have a planned out intro yet. And We're then, winging it. This is episode two. <laughs> of Parents vs. Baby. What's today's episode called? Today's topic is pregnancy. No, I thought it was giving birth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we forgot. It's all right. We're not going to even fix this. We got to come up with a cool title for it, like... Uh, birth and the aftermath of your destroyed <laughs> vagina. It's <laughs> yes. going well so far. So it's going well so far. Anyways. Oh my god, you're making me pee myself. I, we're keeping Another all thing this. that happens when you yeah. give birth. Well, yeah, you might have to pee. We'll get into it. I'm just I'm foreshadowing what birth does to you. All right, anyways, okay, so we're here. We're here. I forgot what our topic was I immediately. Love that. What's the topic? Pregnancy. No, that was the last episode. <laughs> What's the topic? Having a one-year-old. No, no, that's like t- 17 episodes from now. <laughs> oh, God, we're going to have to delete this. Okay. No, uh, we're keeping it all raw. Anyways, thank you for checking us out and tuning back in if you listened to our first episode. And, and especially you're... if you're a mom at my gym when I'm the only dad and you're checking me out. <laughs> Thanks for that. Stop. That's an inside oh joke, right? I have. Anyways, if this is your first time tuning yeah, in, you, you probably turned it off already. You didn't have a chance to listen to our first episode. Um, ben and I are here to discuss hot topics that people don't normally want to discuss. Um, yeah. We also want to make sure that we normalize a lot of things that don't seem to be that normal when you're a first-time parent. Or a lot of things that you read about in a book, but you can't really know what it is until you experience it. And mm-hmm. just to preface everything, we're not experts, but we've Absolutely gone through not. it. So nothing we're saying uh, is is for you to, uh, an expert opinion, nothing is to be taken um, 100% as fact. This is just our point of view of things That's and right. what we went through and what we experienced. And we're hoping it's funny <laughs> and truthful. And the, the goal is just to be honest, because people kind of sugarcoat things a little bit and shit gets crazy, but it, it it's also real. amazing. It gets real it's, when you have a baby. And you don't really notice it until you have a baby. And then no. you're like, oh, this is what people were saying. But I get it now. We've come out on the other end, and, and uh, we have a 15-month-old daughter now. And she, and she is, actually sleeps. She's incredible. So our lives yes. are incredible now. And it just it's hilarious, though, what you go through what to get here. What you go through, exactly. So let's so get into it. Here we are. Okay. Let's start so. off a little bit by talking about... Um, your due date versus when you actually uh, went into labor and how mm-hmm. you were feeling that last few weeks. Man, when you are pregnant and you're almost at the very end, you're at almost the home stretch, and you're just like, wow, I am ready for this fully developed human to get out. Well, and we also talked about last time how around six months you had pretty much gotten mm-hmm. to the, 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 the size the size you were till the end. Almost, yeah. So you had basically three months of looking like you were going to burst yeah. and people kept reminding you of that. That I looked like I was going we to We said burst. this last episode, I will reiterate it again, whether you are male or female, if you see a pregnant woman, never, I don't care how far along they are, never say, wow, you look like you're going to pop or how far along are you? That baby's going to crawl out of you or anything crazy like that. Or are you having twins? Like, yeah. no, I'm not. No. I'm having, are you sure there's no two? It's like, no, screw you. Just say you look beautiful or you look glowing mm-hmm. or I can't, if you were sitting down behind a desk, I couldn't even tell you're pregnant. They need compliments at that time. That's right. Just think about it a little bit. Yeah, people don't think. That's the issue. So towards the end, I don't know if there's any woman at the end of pregnancy that's like, oh, just a little longer. Like when you were at the end, you're like, please, It's not please. like that one time we got upgraded uh, by accident or something to first class on our way back from yeah, Europe. And you're like, I don't want to get off the like, plane. I never want to leave this plane. No, yeah, no, no. When you're in the home stretch of pregnancy, 
And even the husband, as a husband, I was like, I just want this to be over with. Yeah. So like my wife can walk normal again. Because <laughs> let's say when we go on like morning walks with our dog, oh. it was just like. I just looked at the back of Ben's head. Which, oh, I, he walked so fast I to me. And I was like, can you just no, slow down I and could, walk with I me? I couldn't physically walk fast, slow enough unless I was pretending to be going through like jello. Yeah, I had to give I, I myself so, like some kind we'll of. We'll have visual. to put a photo on yeah. on the website. I mean, she waddled. I was such a. I was so belly. It was insane. I was. I'm surprised I didn't tip over. Yeah. Um. But yeah, at the end, you're just done. Your feet hurt. You're you're really bloated feeling. You can feel the extra water weight that you're carrying. Um. It's just everything is so uncomfortable. You just can't find a way to be comfortable. And by that point, it's so funny because. Throughout pregnancy, people, I remember people asking, like, are you nervous to, like, give birth? And maybe in the very beginning, especially, you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to, like, birth this child. Either they're going to cut the baby out or it's going to come out of my vagina. And either way sounds terrifying. When you're at the end, you're just like, I cannot wait to birth this baby. I cannot wait. Like, I just am ready. I'm ready to have my body back. And not in, like, the way of, like, oh, I need to have my shape and figure back. No, I just want to, like, be able to walk like at a normal pace. You don't have a, I want to be able to sleep on a my creature back. inside of you sucking the life out of you every yeah, day. Yeah, the energy just kind of goes. And An adorable so, creature. At that point, you're just you're just so ready. And so, I remember yeah. at the end of October, a lot of my friends and I were like, "Oh my God, Daisy is going to come early." Like, that's our daughter's I just, name, in case is, you didn't. Know. That's our daughter. Yes, I kept having this feeling that she was going to come early. Like even. Early on, I was like, she's going to come in, like, October. You pretty much put that out there in I the did. universe. I said, and the universe and I said, said no. Nope. The universe is like, no, don't think so. Because uh, the due so, date was November 16th of 2016. Mm-hmm. And so I kept thinking, no, she's going to come at the end of October. I just have a feeling. going to have a Halloween baby. And she didn't. Nope. No. And November 16th came and went. We went and got checked that the day before. Yeah. Uh, we already 15th. talked a little bit last episode. We did about talk about that. That's right. That, so. And how they will recap doctor basically said no there's no sign of movement we have to talk about you getting induced fast forward to the story about me getting acupuncture um yeah we left off last week with saying uh how the morning of you started having Mm -hmm. contractions i did so after we went and had acupuncture on november 21st i did that around like 6 or 7 p.m not even i mean it was about 24 hours exactly around 7 38 in the morning i started having contractions and they felt 12 hours Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so technically, you gave birth almost 24 hours. Later. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But thank you. A- yeah. As you can remember math. also, math is not my forte. You can play um, a drinking game every time her name messes up math. As long as you're not pregnant. If you're pregnant, don't play a drinking yes, game. Yes, yes. Unless it's water. Yeah. Um. So, or yes. Decaf thank tea. you. 12 hours later. Mm-hmm. I, uh, oh, tea sounds good right now. Anyways, I started feeling cramps, and it felt really different when I was laying in bed, and I was like, huh. By the way, my parents had just gotten in the night before, mm-hmm. and they were like, my mom talked to... Daisy and Renee's belly and was like, you can come out now. Grandma and Grandpa Begley are here. And because uh, they were visiting for Thanksgiving, thinking Daisy would have already been in the world two weeks by now. Yeah. So the <laughs> next day, so, we go out for our normal walk with the dog where you waddle and I walk 10 feet ahead of you, not because I'm... Well, hold on. You know, slow your roll. No, slow so, my roll. So around 7.38, I'm getting the contract, um, weird contraction feeling. So anyone who started having, um, who's had Braxton Hicks, 
it feels entirely different when you actually have the real contraction. I don't think the Braxton Hicks really kind of sets Should you I up. Should do more to Braxton know. Hicks jokes? Oh god, this week? no, please don't. Okay. We don't have time for that. So it feels different, and I just remember laying there going, "No, this isn't it. This isn't happening." So I got up, made coffee. Yes, I kept drinking one cup of bed. coffee every day of being pregnant. You were, yeah, you were in bed. I got on the birthing ball and I did work. I did work for about two, maybe two hours. Yeah, I woke up about nine thirty. Okay, so about an hour and a half, I was sitting down on the birthing ball bouncing, and I kept noticing the contractions, but they were just so light, it didn't feel like anything, so I started clocking it. It was 20 minutes, then it was 15, then it was 12, then it was 20, then it was 27, it was was all over the place. Mm -hmm. So to me, I'm going, no, this is just another, like, false contraction happening. They started getting a little closer right before we went on the walk. Yeah, so when you came downstairs is when I told you, I said, I think I'm having contractions, but it's probably nothing. My mom was the first one that was like, hmm. Maybe you guys should go to the hospital. Well, and, that's when we went outside. Yeah. So I was, I really, Renee I was knows adamant. This better than me, so I'm just gonna let I her. I was really it. adamant about going on a walk. I just remember always hearing about you want to keep moving when you start to feel contractions. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's go on a walk. Let's do this. Ben's mom, my mother-in-law, Ben and I, we go outside with our dog Sunny. With our dog Sunny, and we don't even get one building over. Yeah, not even a half a block. Till I double down in pain, and I'm, I'm just sitting there going. Uh, this does not feel... You still wanted to walk for the... Yeah, like, I it'll did. pass. I was like, it's okay. I can breathe through this. I can breathe through this. Maybe this is the real thing. No, it's probably not the real thing. You just keep doubting yourself because you're like, am I having this? I don't know. What is this? No one can describe to you what it feels like when it is the actual correct contraction. Can you try to do it right now? Like, what, what was different? It made you double over in pain. It did. It did. I would say it feels more like a gut punch in mm-hmm. a way. Then, because the other one's more of a tightening. Yes, the other one's more tightening around the abdomen, and this one is obviously more internal, and it just makes you lose your breath for a second. You're like, oh, okay, okay, I have to breathe through it. That's why they say breathe Mm -hmm. a lot. Um, And so I remember we called the doctor's office, and the doctor was actually at the hospital that day. And so I remember Maria was the nurse answering the phone, and I couldn't even get the question out. I had to hand the phone over to Ben. First off, why did I have you call? I don't know, because obviously you were handling Sundance, and that was too much for you. So your big pregnant wife. I think think me, I was just like, I don't know what to tell her. You talk to her. Exactly. You tell her what you're feeling. Yeah, Maria answers, and you just keel over in pain again. (sighs) Hold on, and let you, me breathe. You give her to me, uh, and and she's like, how, how how far apart has it been? I was like, I think that was four minutes. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, you need to get here now. Yeah, so we, it, the contractions went, it was so crazy. Which my mom had said, like, when you first had your contraction before we called the doctor, she was like, you guys should probably go to the hospital. And we're like, no, 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 no it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's just Braxton Hicks. And then everything I've read and people have said to us is, if you go to the hospital too soon, you're there either just... You're at the hospital forever, yeah. waiting for your cervix to dilate more. Well, because or... again, just in case we missed that and it was glossed over, you were completely not dilated the day before. <laughs> it was like a wall yeah, in there. nothing. No and signs. So you, no signs of anything. When we went there, we thought, oh, they're going to be mm-hmm. like, it's one centimeter. We thought they were going to turn us away. Because if you are one centimeter, the hospital can yeah. say, you know, no, go home, go relax home, a little bit. Come back in a few hours or whatever. But we get there. We get there. And they <laughs> check you. And the nurse was like, oh. Uh huh. She's checking, and she first says, "Oh, it's kind of hard to tell." And, we're and, like, oh, fuck. and I, I'm thinking, "Yeah, it, we're Almost maybe swore. a half centimeter." <laughs> yeah, I forgot hey, we're you this time. You this time. Um, and then she goes, "I, I want to say you're around five and a half centimeters." And both of us were like, "What?" 
So I'm thinking, Holy moly. I've already gotten halfway through this and we weren't even at the hospital yet? All right, doing great. And so I'm thinking, I can I can handle this. And my whole thing was that I really wanted to go natural. Um, I didn't want the epidural. That was your birth plan. But we that was are, my birth we were always plan. very fluid with the yes. birth plan. That's something that's really important is that you can have a birth plan, but if that is your only plan and you're going to be adamant about it, and if things you're change, gonna be very you're just gonna you're just gonna blame yourself and be disappointed in yourself. And there's there's no failing at having mm-hmm. a baby. Well, so here's, if you here's need the drugs, rule for yeah. just parenthood: don't plan anything, and that starts with the birth. I mean, it's story. okay to plan stuff loosely, but, loosely, but for have everything. Be flexible because yes. things are gonna change. It's gonna get crazy. It's mm-hmm. gonna be. Ah, jeez, we'll get to it. But when you were having the strong contractions, I remember looking at your eyes and feeling like you were like looking through me. I think and, I like, entered a different into realm. the universe. I think like, I, I entered. Yeah, I feel like absolutely. you were in so much pain that I was like, but "Oh my god, kinda, your head's gonna explode." You kind of find, yeah, it's a you go to a different mm. plane. I think we also have to remember my coffee breath too. We have to oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, so, so before we get to, oh wait, we forgot. We, before we get oh, to the hospital, okay, rewind. Uh, Renee's, we went, we went on a walk. We, on. we went on a walk. <laughs> we got we we called the nurse. <laughs> we go back into the house to get our bags that are already packed, yeah. ready to go. And Ben runs upstairs. I'm thinking got, he's getting the bag. Okay, great. I'm doubling over again in pain in, on in the my couch. Defense, I hadn't had my morning movement mm-hmm. of the bowels mm-hmm. and I instantly got poop. I instantly got nervous and so I ran upstairs and I'm sitting there I was having there another for like five minutes max. oh god no it was way max. longer way it, longer it wasn't my standard check facebook and and, and I twitter hope, trolls oh my god I hope not no it was a it was a quick in and out but Doing it was like five minutes all your friends and I came back down and, and you're like where were you and I was like I had to I had to poop and you're like are you kidding me you're yeah. so mad at me I just remember your dad sitting in the kitchen laughing going <laughs> this is great <laughs> And I wish there was a camera. I mean, because your parents are basically flies on the wall watching yeah. us. Well, my mom was really helpful at like packing yeah. things up for yeah. us and getting His snacks mo- ready. Yeah, your mom like, packed us food because that was one of my, my things. My dad was just cracking up. My dad helped out too. They were both packing. I know, but you're, I just really it's, distinctly remember your dad, my dad just laughing, and laughing, and taking a nervous poop. And I'm just like sitting there holding on to the couch for dear life. But that is one thing that I will say is a lot of hospitals, if you are planning on having a hospital birth, which I know some people want to have it at home, which I totally get or you want to be outside in the wilderness sure that's great too i wanted to have it in the hospital in case something yeah. i'm an anxious person i've come to realize and or i made you become that yeah very true and two. i've realized that i need to you know i want to be more prepared if something does go wrong if you have to have that emergency c- c-section you know the doctor isn't going to be sitting in the wilderness with you being able to do that so I mean, if he is that's crazy it's <laughs> a great doctor I mean, that's a great doctor um so i want i wanted to have it, I did want to do a water birth, but obviously the hospital wouldn't allow that. So I was <laughs> I remember like, when you asked the doctor, I was like, "No, no, we don't do that." What? I that's, you know how much that's I would the one, There's so many logistical that's issues. That's the one thing that. I really wanted, but I couldn't. You so like I said, "Okay, all right, I'm taking a shower." Then Is that Nirvana that has the baby swimming on the cover. Yes, I don't think it's a water birth. I think it's just an album cover. Yeah, that's a like an actual child. I oh, think. it's a ch- whatever. I don't remember. Any, I don't remember. Newborn. I don't remember anything anymore. Um, Keep going. So, so I, I took my nervous poop. We're at the nerve. hospital. We get to the hospital. Five and a half centimeters. The doctor comes in, checks you. Or no, the nurse checks again and says, I think she's seven centimeters. And the doctor's like, yeah, right. And he's like taking his time. Now, at this he, point, I'm doubling over in pain. I can't I can't even focus anymore. But Ben defense, has seen a lot of things. He's, yeah. He, I, and you said that when our doctor came in, it was really comical because... Yeah, I'll tell Yeah, because what happened was he came in like super casual because mm-hmm. like as far as he knew... 
you were just going to, I don't think he had been told you were five and a half centimeters or anything yet. I think he was just like, oh, I'm sure it's not that far along because yesterday it was like, you know, the Great Wall of Vagina. <laughs> That's a good one, the that Great Wall of Vagina. Like like <laughs> He's putting on his stuff real slowly and she's like, uh, doctor, I think you need to... That I think she's she needs to start pushing soon, and he's like, no, 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 and he checks, and he's like, oh, oh, and he just instantly like goes into goes into like doctor like delivery mode, like getting on the, the oh shield. Oh my gosh, like, let's talk about the headgear first. The second. headgear looks like they're doing I like had, metal work, and I they're afraid no, sparks are. Gonna I had fly no out. idea that our doctor would be. In I just a full on, in a like, full on hazmat suit mask, yeah. is, is what it looks like. Yeah. I thought he was gonna go defuse a bomb or something, well, but no. I mean, it gets messy. Oh, it does. But I was not prepared for that. I, I just. You know, in movies, they have just a mask on. No, it's a full-on, like, hazmat suit. Yeah. So. It's, well, I don't know, full-on hazmat it suit. It looks have like Have you ever it. seen a hazmat suit? I don't know. It's not full-on. It's, like it's like a dental, like, when you go to the dentist and they're worried you're going to, like, spray stuff at them. They wear that plastic <laughs> mask. Well, just be prepared, because that was, I remember it's being shocked shield, by that outfit. Clear plastic shield over their face. And, and, and another, like, on, plastic outfit. Well, yeah, because it has to be sanitary. Yeah. So, so anyways, he was shocked by this. He was this. shocked by how quickly I went from zero dilation to seven. Was it seven? About the, uh, at that time, it was about seven and a half. Yeah. And so and we checked into the hospital at 1130. And fast forward, you had the baby. You had four, Daisy. I had Daisy at 439. 4:30. That's five hours yeah. at the hospital. So at what point did... And this is our first How birth. far along were you before you... Got the epidural. You got the epidural so like here, shortly after. I will go ahead and say um, I really wanted to try and have a natural birth, but also in my birth plan, which I didn't really have, I was just kind of like, okay, I want it to kind of go this way, but if it doesn't, I understand that that's just the way things work. So my plan was to just try and stick without the drugs... Also, like we said in the last episode, drugs make me nervous. So she was really afraid. I was afraid it was going to go the opposite direction. She was going to be the 0.1% that like your upper body gets numb and you're like, I feel everything, but I can't talk. That's the thing. Of course, when you're pregnant, you read all these worst case scenario stories and then you're like, oh my God, I'm going to be that 1%. Again, if you don't, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, uh, Renee cried when she had one Tylenol. No, I cried when I took the antibiotic. I had to take an antibiotic too when I was pregnant. Whatever. Anyways. I cried about it. Daisy was fine. Um, We asked for the epidural Finally, because I was, oh, and also I had coffee and I hadn't, I didn't, I had time to take a nervous poop, but not brush my teeth. Uh huh. And so uh-huh. we're doing the breathing thing and I'm looking at Renee, I'm staring her in her eyes and I'm going, breathe, honey. Breathe. <sighs> and he's breathing in my face and all I keep smelling is bad coffee just, breath. Yeah, just like and awful. Just it was like thinking, a, it was like a, God, get a mint. It was like Somebody a have a mint. Garbage dumpster. <laughs> And I think that maybe that, I don't know, maybe I did it intentionally to distract you from the pain so that, like, you could think of how gross my breath smelled and not how much you were in pain. That, that, I did that for yeah, you, honey. Yeah, sure. That was all for me. I did that for you. But the thing is, is when you're in the throes of birthing, you don't really have thoughts anymore. It's almost as if you're trying to remember, but you can't. And it's really, it's really hard. It's like an out-of-body experience. It's a very much... It's very much an out-of-body experience. And, and your mind no longer can even ride passenger with your body, if that makes sense. Your body is in full control. It is the driver and it is the passenger. And your mind is just like there with along your for the ride. Your mind's in the trunk. <laughs> Let me out. It's going, what is happening? What is happening? Um, and meanwhile, uh, my, ever, yeah, my I, perspective of it is just like, Please ask for the drugs. Please ask mm-hmm. for the drugs. Because you were in so much pain. Like, when the contractions would hit, it was like, 
mm-hmm. in the movie Alien when they're fling when right before the alien bursts out <clears throat> of him and the chest burster and he's like flailing around like because ah! like as soon as the contraction would hit your eyes would go to a different place and I'd ne- and it just you feel so helpless as the husband because you're like I can't do anything. I can't force you to have drugs. You look like you're in a hell of a lot of pain. I'm sorry I did this to you. You wanted it, remember? I wanted it too. But now I feel like I'm destroying you. I feel like this baby's going to just rip you in half and just come out like Mortal Kombat. I'm going to reference Mortal Kombat a lot today. But it's just, it's terrifying. But also like, you're in it and you're like trying to stay calm. You're the one that's got to be like, I'm the calm one. I'm the calm one. And inside you're going, holy shit, holy shit, holy F, whatever. I can swear. It doesn't matter. Well, but that was the word that I could only get out of my mouth. And I shut the door. We, we didn't tell them that. Yeah. So, so during the contractions, I mean, again, it's an out-of-body experience, but the only thing I could say was fuck. Over and over. Over and over we can and over out. again. And... I remember so I Ben and, at one point goes over to the door and shuts the hospital door. And the nurse is like, I don't know if she was in the room at that moment. She but was. She comes, back, she comes and tells us, she's, she says, you guys, we've heard everything. The door has to stay open. Like, don't be no. afraid. No, no. And what she meant was, trust me, we hear everything yeah, here. Yeah, we hear like, everything. What you're saying is not out of the norm. Don't worry. But I, I shut it. Can like, you just imagine being, what those nurses like on oh, the outside uh, hear all day, oh, every yeah. day? Over, I was hilarious. But a little backstory on me being overly polite. When I was a child, this is a side tangent, but when I was a child, my sister was spinning on a seat at McDonald's and she fell off and hit her head and was bleeding like a stuffed pig all over the place. And my dad took her back to the bathroom and there were no paper towels or toilet paper back there. So he's like freaking out. He's like, Ben, go get napkins so we can stop the bleeding. And I go, okay. And my dad's back there for like five minutes trying to stop the bleeding. Maybe not that long, but a few minutes. And he comes out. And he sees me waiting in line <laughs> to get napkins because I didn't want to cut anyone. And so that's kind of where, uh, you know, that gives a little bit of backstory for uh, why when, while my wife is trying to squeeze out a, a person mm-hmm. from her, hoo-ha. her hoo-ha, I'm like, oh, oh, we should shut this so that, you know, so we don't want pe- to bother anybody people else. aren't offended by Renee's colorful language. Mm-hmm. The one, the one word. So I feel like we've been kind of all over the map right now. So hopefully we haven't lost our listeners. But basically, at around seven and a half, who knows, maybe eight and a half centimeters. Because after seven and a half centimeters, I did not want to get checked again. um, Because they have to stick their fingers up into your vagina Mm -hmm. while your cervix is dilating. And Mm -hmm. it is not the most comfortable. It's not like it's painful, but it's not comfortable. All you want is things to get out of your vagina. You don't want things going in it. So... At a, it was probably around eight and a half, but who knows? I just I, you at, you at, a, at se, right at, shortly after seven and a half, the pain got so intense mm-hmm. that I was like, "Honey, do you want the epidural?" Yeah, Ben asked, and and I told him I wanted him to. I was like, "Don't, I don't want to get it. Just like be strong with me." And then yeah. Ben just looks at me. He's like, "You're looking through me," and I yeah. I I don't want to scare anybody who's going to give birth because here's the thing: your pain, yes, it is not fun. It's one day, it's, though. but it's one day, so you're gonna get through it. Okay. Yeah. Don't be that. Don't, don't be so scared that you can't do this because your mind will tell you you can't, but your body can. So you just mm-hmm. have to listen to your body. And again, your mind's not going to be there for the ride anyway. Um, so don't be nervous. I know what it's, it's like. You're listening, going, "How can I not be nervous?" Because you can do it. And women are warriors, and we've been doing it since the beginning of time. If not, we wouldn't have any exactly. people at all. We wouldn't. So you have can humanity. do this. You are a warrior. Warrior, and the pain is. Terrible, but let me tell you, once you start getting to the pushing, it actually feels better. And so I'll we'll start, you know, discussing that. You got to do the epidural first. So yes, so finally I get to the decision where I'm like, fine, give me the epidural. Which, by the way, if you're gonna, if you're thinking remotely that you might have an epidural, 
You mm. want to let the uh, anesthesiologist know because... Yeah, give like a 45-minute heads up. Yeah, because it takes about 45 minutes for them to get everything prepped and come to you. So yes, maybe I was at eight centimeters, eight and a half. And then we say, yes, I want, I want the drugs. My favorite okay. part's coming up. Well, 45 minutes goes by and... I remember looking at the nurse being like, where is he? And she's like, well, it takes time to get and the... And he was also helping out with a C-section, right? Nearby. Not yet. He, that's later. That's later. Okay. Well, he was, I think there was one anesthesiologist yeah, one. there that day. One. And he starts to put the, the needle in your... So in order to get the epidural, you have to be able to stay really still. Well, at this point, it's going I'm your maybe spine at and they don't want to nine... Up. Yeah. Nine centimeters. And let me tell you, ladies... I was more nervous about the epidural than I ever was about giving birth, which is why I didn't want to do the epidural. That, I did not even think for a second when they were giving me the epidural, if that helps with anything. Yeah. I, that's, I didn't want it because I was so nervous. And so when they're giving it to me, I, I had to remain still. And the contractions are about a minute apart at this time. Yeah. And it so takes we, a few minutes to put the epidural So in. we had to basically go through the contraction, breathe, hurry up with the epidural, contraction hits again so i'm sitting on the side of the bed and i have to hunch over so my back is bent yeah so they can really see your spine and all the while i'm trying to hold still i'm holding on to the nurse and i remember just sitting there holding so still and all of a sudden my water breaks and goes everywhere right when you had just gotten the epidural right when i got the epidural epidural finally went in and then you went I think my water just broke. And it went everywhere. And it actually felt really good. I remember at that one moment feeling, oh my God, that felt so good. Because Daisy's head was so far down that she kept pushing on the water and it wasn't breaking. So when it broke, it just felt like such a relief. And then when the epidural went Mm -hmm. in went in. And you got the one bump. Mm-hmm. So we'll keep on the epidural to keep a little bit of flow with right. things. So I get the epidural so you put in. You get one bump and then the... Ep- I can feel it kind of tingle on my legs. Yeah. And I remember going like, oh, okay. Okay, that feels good. Okay. Anesthesia just goes away. He goes Spoiler away. Spoiler alert, never comes <laughs> never back. Never comes back. And I never got the... Um, the drip, was it the dropper? The dri- yeah, the drip. where you're supposed to you get a drip administer it to yourself. Right, you can give, it, give yourself a little boost. I never got anything like that. Nope. Um, so... After I get the epidural put in, I immediately want to start pushing. And, and the doctor's like, I don't think it's there yet. Again. Again. And the then he nurse goes, looks. Ugh. So if I would have waited. That's when he got in full gear. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Sorry. We were chronologically incorrect. That's when he but got he in. But he did check and was very surprised. Yeah, he was he super surprised. But this was the point where he was like, no, it can't be yet. And the nurse Wasn't was Wasn't he on like, his phone at that moment? Yeah, he was because I'm sure he was. He had like three <laughs> or four deliveries. No, he had like three or four deliveries that day. Our doctor was great. But no, he, he was. I think it was just surprising how fast you went from zero, zero. to ten. It was like abnormally fast for the first child. Yeah. And, um, it felt that way. <laughs> and so, yeah, that was the moment where he got in, how you describe it, a full hazmat gear. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's not full hazmat. It, that's what it looked like to me. So <laughs> He doesn't have to walk in a room where they shower him off naked after he's done <laughs> and get, like, doused with the weird You never know. Smoke. Maybe he does. <laughs> um, so after I got the epidural, I definitely did feel a relief from some of the contraction pain. We forgot to mention that you wanted to shower when we first oh, got yeah. there. Oh yeah, that was. I wanted to wa- I wanted to Did have you? a water. Yeah, I wanted to have a water birth. Remember? So when we got to the hospital, I didn't know that I was going to give birth within five hours. I thought so it could be a twenty-four a hour period. Like, so yeah, we were sitting. Meanwhile, I wanted. Tec- to, I, we, I told you to text our friends, let them know that we're in the yeah. hospital. So I remember holding on to the shower 
they have a handle in there in case, and I'm holding on to it, just gripping, going, I should not be in the shower yep. right now. I think, why did I want to shower? And I remember the nurse and doctor being like, you can shower if you want, but... <laughs> really weird. Like, you know, I mean, okay, it's yeah, going to get messier. Yeah, you're going to get dirty, it's but... Get worse. But I was really um, adamant. It was more for my back and to feel um, some heat to help with the pain, and it didn't really do much, but I felt like it was going to. So now we're back to So pushing. fast forward, back to pushing. So... I just remember, and here's something to think for those that are pregnant. When you get to the point of no return for pain and you go, I can't do this because you will probably have that thought. I can't do this. I can't do it anymore. I'm tired. I can't breathe. Whatever. That is when your body is transitioning. That is when you are hitting the 10 centimeter dilation. And that means that is when your body is ready to start pushing your baby out. So if you are more interested in having a natural birth but you get to that place where you're going holy crap I can't do this what was I thinking that is when you're going to start pushing mm-hmm. so because the epidural by the partner, way had worn off by then yeah have your partner help you and to remind you that that means you're just even closer to yep. meeting your baby so at that moment I was pushing probably for like an hour and a half I want to say mm-hmm. and my epidural wore off and I think it was a way It of, wore off like as soon as you started pushing. Yeah. It basically just kind of like relieved some contractions for maybe a few minutes. And then as soon as I started pushing, I could feel everything. And like you I actually said, yelled that. You yelled, I can feel, I feel the ring of fire. I did. I feel everything. I feel everything. I said, I, I pooped. I just pooped yeah. a little. I said, Ben, don't look. I just pooped. That's amazing. I'm like going, breathe, baby. Just breathe. And you're like, I pooped. I pooped. Ben, don't look. I as, totally pooped. As, as if as soon as you said I pooped, I was going to go, where? <laughs> Let me see. As if it's like been well, some weird it's goal of mine my go, entire life oh gross what's that and immediately the person looks what what oh, what's no. what now, that's, that's what thing. i was worried about S- oh my god i just pooped some ben, people, don't look some some husbands stare down the barrel uh which is great of the event which is fine i know myself and i can't even look when i'm giving blood uh which uh-huh, is weird because i, I love i love horror films and all kinds of like fake gore and stuff but like i can't deal with real gore so they had like a, a, a tent or like a sheet up you know, I saw the horizon. Well, your legs of it. are up, so you're already yeah. creating sort of a yeah. You know, I saw the horizon wall. of it when Daisy was born, but I didn't. I couldn't have seen. I, I don't think I could have looked right down the barrel. Well, now, they maybe, also asked me if I wanted to look like with a the mirror. mirror, and I was like, "No, I don't want to see my." That will just get me out of the game. My people, head is in the game. Some people that will want get me to. out of the game. Yeah, and I totally respect that. I totally respect people that want to see their baby being birthed, uh, record it. Sure, but for me, I. I I'm a very visual person, and if I'm looking at something, I'm not thinking about what I need to do anymore, if that makes sense. Are you also, I would, sorry, I just yawned because I'm, I'm tired all the time as a dad. I uh, woke up today, too. I know. Well, anyways, uh, <laughs> I, I think also, like, if you would have seen that you're not as far along as you exactly. thought. Exactly. Yes. Or, yeah. It just takes you out of it yeah. for me, but maybe some people, it makes them get even closer to pushing the baby out because they can see the baby. But for me, I would have been, what is happening to and my I'm a, vagina? I'm a, I'm a scared, I'm, I'm a little bit of a neurotic person. So if I had been down there mm-hmm. seeing, because already I'll tell you my neuroses during the And I pregnancy. told Ben, I said, I'll, you have to have like the, yeah, what, like the cooler, yeah the, yeah. Po- the poker face. I, I, I can't look at you when yeah, you look nervous. Yeah, if I was down there seeing it, I could just imagine my face being like, Ugh, and then her being like, Renee being what's like, happening? what's happening? No, no, it's fine. It's, it's, it's all natural, I think. Right, doctor? <laughs> It just looks like a horror show. So he had show to down stay. Up, he had to stay up with me. But I will say, but I was gonna say what okay. did freak me out was that they started telling us they started getting weird about Daisy's heart rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they well, were like, they were what like, what felt good is I wanted to push on my side, and so mm-hmm. for some time I was on my side, and so that is also a note to, for other people out there. If 
you're trying to think of positions to birth, a lot of women, and I agree, the side, just laying on your side feels so good. Or horse position. Or horse position. I don't even think that's the right name. Ben it calls like it horse because horse. it looks like a horse It looks birthing. like you birthed a horse when we saw it in birthing class. And I was like, oh, Jesus, that happened fast. Um, but the side felt really comfortable. You can just ha- hold your leg up. It's easier to kind of move around. But Daisy's heart rate kept dropping when I was in that position. And, and I vaguely just remember hearing Ben ask questions, but trying to remain calm. Yeah, I was trying to remain calm, but I was freaking the F out. Because mm-hmm. uh, the doctor would and the nurses were getting really weird about it. And they were like, no, no, it's fine. Just uh, the, umbil- the umbilical cord is wrapped around her neck, but not too tight. But the, what was happening was the cord was around her neck. But, and every time Renee laid on her side... It was tightening. tightening, and her heart rate would, would drop. But All the it, way to but 60. Then, but it's got and back. And it got right back up. Whenever Renee was on her back. And so... Um, the doctor finally just told me I had... They're like, you cannot be, you on, can't your be on your side. And I'm freaking out because, you know, you hear horror stories of that kind of stuff. And then they had to... Are we at the point of suctioning yet? So basically, we get to the point where I'm pushing. I pooped. We already said that. I feel the ring of fire. Or, well, before I could feel the ring of fire. I mean, I basically said I, I can feel everything. Yeah. So to them, they're like, well, you have the epidural. I don't yeah, know what's confused. happening. They're like, they're like, what do you mean you can feel everything? Mm-hmm. And they're like... The epidural should have worked. It's yeah. like, it's it not didn't working. work. I promise you, my vagina hurts. It didn't work. <laughs> Feel what you're doing. And so I'm the not doctor, making this up for sympathy. The one thing I have to say about the doctors and, you know, even midwives and um, people who are there is that they can just be so calm. And this is just an everyday. They're this awesome. Is, this is their job. You know, they do this all day, every day. So nothing really phases them. Yeah. And so the doctor just looks at me and he's like, Renee, I need you to listen to me. When I tell you to stop pushing... You need to stop pushing. I'm going to have to suction your baby out because the umbilical cord is wrapped around her neck and we're going to suction her quicker to get her out. And I'm just thinking, oh, okay. Like but everything. because he said it so matter of yes, fact so matter and fact, so, calm, so calm, that we were wasn't like, mer- I was just, I looked at him. I'm like, okay, okay let's do this. That's what we we're going to do. And I mean, you when you're pushing, you don't want to stop pushing. Yeah. That is like the and they were just last like, thing you want to do. You have to stop. We're going to suction. By the way, the suction first off the baby's head is bigger than the suction but the suction looks like the top of like a mayonnaise jar or something oh going in there and you're just I'm so glad I didn't I, see I remember it. being like wait that's the suction how does that even fit how in there go in there I was like what is what is happening down there maybe I should be looking maybe. is there like a garbage pail kid down there what's oh happening my God. I don't know I'm just making up I will also say and I'm, I'm sorry if I've kid. already said this I don't think I have but when you get to the pushing part it feels really you did say it, that. okay so yeah it feels so much better and it, it finally feels like you're doing something as so opposed this, to just having contractions you can finally feel when your contractions hit it like I said it feels sort of like a gut punch but if you've ever really worked out hardcore on your abs and I'm talking not stopping for at least three minutes going crazy burning that burning tightening sensation is what a contraction feels like and you get about 30 seconds to a minute to breathe in between yeah and it's the most hardcore ab crunches you can think that's sort of what it feels like and when you're pushing you can finally feel like something is working towards an end Having goal a baby, it's like being constipated for the last three months oh and my then god being like, and I, yeah. I never really had a lot of constipation issues so it was definitely something right, the rest of the podcast is just going to be about our bowel movements and we're promoted or sponsored activia. by stool softener by activia <laughs> jamie lee curtis will be on next week's episode the yogurt oh that makes gosh. you poop um so, so they suction yeah. daisy out yeah and nobody had really told me that babies look 
scary as hell when they come out. Like I knew they were gooey, but because but the, they can be different colors. Because the umbilical cord thing was going on, and because they suctioned her out, and because she was super. Qu- Daisy was quiet. She was when she, very quiet. She wasn't moving. She looked super pale and purple, and I was like, and this is gonna sound awful, but I was like, oh my god, she's not. A lot. She. They're gonna have to dead. like. I thought dead. she was dead. I like. If I'm being brutally honest, I thought Daisy was dead when she was first born, and I had this mini moment of panic. But I remember the doctor saying, no, no, or the, the nurse. nurse said, "Look, Dad, and mo- look, Mom and Dad." And I was like, "Well, obviously, she's not gonna say look, Mom and Dad' if the baby's not on." No, this. she told you to look. I couldn't. She told it was me to look. Yeah. So I was out. like, clearly, I that. clearly everything's okay, but it doesn't look okay. <laughs> and we can't hear her. And normally in movies, the baby's screaming. Yeah, you, just, you just hear in movies and so like they just spank quiet. the baby, and the baby's like. Meh. Quiet. They suction out the the mucus and goo from her nose, mm-hmm. and then and I could feel the ring of fire at that moment. I and that's what also I yelled. So if you've read some and child then birthing she start, books, but the thing is, she's also like the way they pull her out looks just like they they. It has to be the creature to be to be a. I mean, we've all been babies, but like in that moment, if we could remember it, has to be the scariest, weirdest thing ever. And I think Daisy, now that we know her personality, when she gets more like confused by stuff, I imagine she was just like super warm and cuddly and then came out and was like, what is going on? I don't like this. And then she was like, all right, I'm cool. (laughs) Like she just adapted immediately because she started moving her hands a little bit. And then I burst into tears when they were like, they, mm-hmm. I just, when they handed her over to us, I burst into tears because I was just like, I had been holding in so much nerves inside and, and maybe another nervous poop. And I, so I <laughs> yeah. burst into tears and shit myself. No, I'm kidding. I, just, I didn't shit myself, but I burst into tears and I remember them handing her off to you. Mm-hmm. It's Amazing. probably the favorite moment of, you know, if you have a two minute highlight reel of your life, that is it's number one on the reel. I mean, you just can't believe it when, when it finally happens. When they finally put that baby on top of you, I just remember just looking in her eyes and just nothing else mattered and yeah. anything else that was happening with my vagina, I wouldn't, I didn't care about because she was there. But yeah, for me, I just distinctly remember the ring of fire yelling that. I remember the nurse saying, look, dad. And then the baby came out, yeah. no noise, which was really scary. But I saw everyone, they didn't have panic looks. So I was yeah. like, okay, That's the thing. everything seems like to be all right. But she was just card. chill. Daisy was just, she wasn't screaming. And even when we held her, did she cry after Not when really. she went into the war, like the warmer area? No, I was just, that's the thing. So Renee had to get a lot of stitches, which I don't know how many. Uh, we had Should we save that for next week or what? We're at 37 ounce. minutes. What do you think? I think we need to just wrap it up with yeah. the whole birthing. Okay. So I say we get to it. Let's just say what you're Daisy, Daisy was eight pounds, yeah. four ounces. I'm a petite person. I'm five, two and three fourths. Before I got... That three-fourths is impossible. I'm around... Don't confuse her with my five, My weight three. now, I think I'm around like 112, Whatever. maybe 114. And... Again, I was at 165 when I was pregnant. Eight pounds. Eight pounds, four ounces yeah. of a baby. And she wasn't long. She was a like, short and stout baby. Now she's like lean and... and now she is. Yeah, it's so weird. She definitely had bean. my genetics when she was first born. Yeah, she came out looking she's like a, a fat plump. Italian man. <laughs> and she ripped me in half. And sideways and diagonally and... <laughs> fourth degree tear. They kept saying had, fourth degree tear. Yeah, they kept referring to me at the hospital as the girl with the fourth degree tear. I was like, I have a name. We don't, we don't know what this means. And I didn't know what it means. We I, didn't I Google knew, it. We didn't bother Googling uh-uh. it because it would just well, freak I knew us that there more. were third degree tears. I didn't know you could go past third degree. Fourth degree... Usually when you have the counting thing, it usually goes if, to three. It's as if Daisy performed a Mortal Kombat fatality Again, in your vagina. Yes. I know. Yeah. I know. I had to make that and reference one more time. let's remember, folks, I did not have the epidural working anymore it means fourth degree basically means end to end <laughs> hey yeah. it didn't go all the way almost it didn't all go the way. all the way to my butt hole almost <laughs> 
So they're like, hey, we're going to have to do stitches. Do you, this is where mm-hmm. Renee's not going to brag about this. So I'll brag for her. Their epidurals wore off. They say that they need stitches. They put Daisy so they, in the, Yeah, they moved Daisy off. They put me. Daisy in the warming tent. I'm hanging out over there. Both the nurse and I are both like, hey, you could probably get drugs now for the stitches. The nurse is like, do you want... Uh, drugs and Renee's like no. I said, well, no, can I just get my? Can I get a bump? I have the they, epidural. And they said that he was doing a C-section. Yeah, so the anesthesiologist can't come back. Cool. And so they're like, and Renee, like a champ, is like, well, they well, offer a sedative. And she said, is it going to make me feel kind of woozy or drunk or anything? And they're like, yeah, you'll feel a little out of it. And, and again, drugs. I don't like that. So Renee was like, no, I don't want them. And I remember the nurse looking at you like, uh, are you sure? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. no, I don't want them. And you got how many stitches? Well, the thing is, is that I just went through giving birth. To my baby. And you wanted and to... And I wanted to hold yeah. Daisy not feeling high from a drug, but, but feeling high get, from my body naturally get, giving me that high. Then she got stitched up for like an hour. Yeah, it was an hour long. Of just stitches. Stitches. Who, going downstairs. Yeah, I don't know how I went through that. And I'm just I'm just sitting there <laughs> Again, like... Again, you're in a different place, I think. I think... It didn't hit me till after because I was so enamored with Daisy, and I'm just and like, yeah. And Ben isn't talking to me. Meanwhile, Ben's <laughs> on the other side looking at, looking at Daisy. I'm getting stitches. Everyone's doing their job, and I'm sitting there by myself, going, "Hello, can someone talk to me? I need to." And like, one of the nurses did actually. The, yeah, there was a nursing student staring down great. the barrel, uh, watching me get stitched. I don't know why you would want to do that. Well, I'm and sure I looked, student. I She's looked studying. at her, and I said, "What's your name?" I've forgotten what her name is now, but bless you for being there and she I said can you can you come over here and talk to me and she stood by my side she grabbed my hand she gave me Gatorade and she let me bury my head into her chest while I was getting stitched up but basically I didn't want to I couldn't get the epidural you motorboated a nurse when you were getting (laughs) stitched up I don't remember that at all I was like if I'm not gonna have drugs this is the next best thing (laughs) that lawsuit is still pending Um, I just, and I, I also asked for localized anesthetics because you can get you can, a localized yeah. shot and the doctor said that wouldn't work. So I was, it was I just, too much. They'd have to, just, they'd have to like give you like 17 <laughs> localized shots with how so many. So I just basically took it and I, and I got to hold Daisy and have a natural high and not have drugs, you know, yeah. doing their thing. So and I was just, it didn't hit me at the time. And you kind of just, and that's the thing for people to remember when you're, giving birth you just you go through it and and who knows maybe I would have made a different decision if my head was in charge but I was just listening to my body and even though it was painful I don't know you're just your mind was telling you to no, know but your body was telling you yes yeah my mind was still in the trunk of the car yeah, remember still in the trunk so, going, hey, let me go. get the drugs get the drugs get the drugs and I just said no I'm, I'm gonna I want to hold my baby not being drugged up so I just I just kept going with that. And we know some of this may have sounded a little scary, and that's okay if you're freaked out. But yeah, like, like Renee really said, okay. w- women have been doing this since the beginning of you're, time. Just and, know that your body knows what to do. Yeah. And if for some reason it doesn't go the way um, your body has planned, that's why you do have doctors and midwives and nurses and yeah. other 911 if you aren't having, you know, giving birth in a hospital but you have to be rushed there. Like just know that you, the most important thing is for you and your baby to be safe. Yeah. Th- that is the most important. It's not just uh, your baby, else it's both of you to be safe. As long as you and your baby are safe and have a healthy birth, you and or even if the complications happen, like you can't control that stuff. It's no, you like can't. you're not at fault. Nothing that happens is your fault. Exactly. Like you are and when you have a baby be... after your hormones plummet, you're yeah. all over the place, you will blame yourself and you can't do that. We'll so get you into just, that in an episode too. That will be a different episode. But you will definitely 
be happier if you just don't have a plan. And men, I feel like this goes without saying. And women. Yeah, basically, whoever is not giving birth, uh, <laughs> if you're there supporting that person, uh, it goes without saying that don't worry about anything about yourself. You're not going to. There's no way you can be selfish in that moment because you're just... Unless you're taking a poop. Unless, okay, that was <laughs> once kidding. and you weren't giving birth yet. Uh, it's, it's just like your brain kind of just goes into a mode where you're like anything she needs... Any support she needs, this is this is all that matters right now. And actually having... Yeah, don't leave and go get food. I mean, I've heard stories where women are... And, and Unless some your wife people, asks you to right, go get it. Right, But some, do whatever your wife needs. She needs ice cubes to chew on. She needs you to hold her hand. She needs to squeeze your hand till it's about to break. She needs to punch you in the arm. Testicles. Not in the testicles. <laughs> but, you know, like, whatever your wife needs, do it. Because she is going through something that you will never have to go through. And... And it's an incredibly crazy, scary time, but it's beautiful and amazing. And you go through this together and you come out on the other side with this life you've created. And I, and it's it's incredible. Like, it, being a parent has been, so far, the year and, a, and some change we've been doing it, the best thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. I will say that I think for us and our story, which is why we wanted to share it, everyone's birthing story is different. You know, every baby you birth is going to be different. But... Ours happened so quickly that I wasn't, that was one thing I wasn't mentally prepared for. I was prepared for us to get into the hospital, be there for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. A lot of my friends have been in labor for 24 hours. So I was prepared for that. I had snacks because I heard that you're not allowed to eat while you're- We had like a five hour playlist and we played like a half hour (laughs) of it. It was just, and I remember they were like, good choices in songs. I felt very proud. I love my birthing playlist. I listen to it all the time still, but I just- We'll tweet it out in the list. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. I feel like- it happened so quickly that we weren't even able to sit there and go, oh my God, we're going to have a baby today. It was literally run in, oh my God, the baby's coming, yeah. basically, and give birth. So for some people that are like, oh my God, she had fourth degree tears. Well, yes, I had an eight pound, four ounce baby within five hours of entering the hospital. Yeah. Had Daisy come out slower, you probably I probably wouldn't have been as bad, but it didn't happen that way. And you know what? It's all right. Because that's just the and way hey, it is. she's still standing after I mean, fourth I'm degree I'm still here. I'm still working out. I'm yeah. still having sex. I'm doing things. Yeah. That peeing. That is also one thing that's terrifying when you're at the hospital. Oh going, God. This is going to go forever. <laughs> going pee. <laughs> all I have to say Let's is... Let's end on a positive right, note. Right, right. But I'll, this is one thing. The nurses are angels. Yeah, they're amazing. At the hospital. They are amazing. The things that they do and see, I just, I praise them. Yeah, it's it's incredible what they do for you and for your baby. So so much for us are, trying to keep these to half hour. Hey, you know what? The birthing story is a, a long it's one. It's a doozy. But for you women out there that are going to give birth, you are a warrior. And no matter how that baby comes into this world, it's going to be beautiful. So enjoy your last few moments before you have a new addition. Before your life changes forever in the best way. Yeah. Because your life is never going to be the same after you have a kid. And immediately. That's a, that immediately it changes. And we'll get into that the next episode. That's right. We're going to get into the, the first few months and the lack of sleep, but how the whole point of this is to show you that, yes, it is life-changing. It is sometimes incredibly exhausting and mm-hmm. scary, but it's also the best thing you can do. And it's so And fun. you can do it. You can do sometimes it. Sometimes when you think, I can't do this, you can do it. Just like when you're giving birth. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs>
I think that's a good thing to end on. I think so, too. So, hey, Renee, where can they find you until next time? Um, well, you can find us on our website, which maybe you found us on SoundCloud or iTunes, but we are parentsversusbaby.com. You that's can VS, parentsvsbaby.com. Uh, and you At can parents find versus baby me, on I guess, on Twitter. I'm not really a Twitter person, but find me on Instagram at Renee Dorian. You can find me at the Ben Begley on Twitter and Instagram. At Parents vs Baby is our Twitter handle, and uh, I do a little nerdy uh, movie podcast called At Guilty Movie Guys. If you want to check that out, uh, Guilty Movie Pleasures at Guilty Movie Guys. And yeah, until next time. Uh, Thanks for listening to this very long podcast. Yeah. Until next time, <laughs> keep being amazing because that's what you are. Yeah.